Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, the crappy quiz and a slight tangent. That's being a football hipster, isn't it? Making up kind of weird names. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Off the Ball. This is News Talk. You're welcome back. Uh, Fergal Horgan is with us on the line. Uh, Good evening, Fergal. Good evening, how are you? Not too bad. Um, so I think there was uh, quite a bit of surprise and even shock uh, within hurling circles when the news came through a couple of weeks ago that you were stepping away as an inter-county referee, one of the most well-known inter-county referees, uh, referee three All-Ireland Finals, including in 2020 and 2021. Uh, for anybody who wasn't aware of the circumstances, uh, can you tell us why you've stepped away? Yeah, um, look, it, it wasn't an easy decision, obviously, at the time. Um, I'd given a couple of weeks, thought about it. Um, I hadn't been out for six weeks in the National League. Um, it would have been eight weeks to the first round of the championship. Um, look, it, 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 it's, it's widely known that um, there's an issue with appointments in Crow Park. And um, it, mightn't be, it mightn't be widely known within, within normal circles, but within refereeing circles, it's very widely known what's going on. And... Um, I just felt that there was too much time and effort being put into it by referees um, for it to be let go. And the fact that a referee was appointed to go to New York um, even after failing a fitness test to do a championship match was the last straw for me. Right. Well, we come back to the David Goldrick situation. When you say issues with appointments and everybody in refereeing circles knowing what's going on, what are you talking about? Well... Over the last two years, there has been um, appointments where, in, in in normality, they wouldn't have happened. Like, i.e., like um, last year's Ireland senior hurling final, a man was appointed to do standby, and he'd never refereed a provincial final, i.e., a Munster final, a Leinster final, had never done an Ireland quarter final, had never done an Ireland semi final, but he was appointed to do standby referee for the Ireland final. So, like, normally a referee who would do the Ireland final would have done three or the four biggest games of the year. And then the next best achieving referee will be standby, but that didn't happen last year. Um, he was he was appointed probably because of where he was from. Um, well, I think that like, I think that's very very unfair now. Like he didn't come from nowhere. While he may not have refereed any of those top level games, there was obviously a reputation within well, the GEA after, that they I'm felt he deserved that opportunity. You, I just I'm just after explaining to you that he had never refereed a provincial final at Munster mm. or Leicester an all-Ireland quarter-final or semi-final. So how could you be deemed good enough to, to be standby for the biggest game of the year? Well, we have to trust and assume that the process within Crow Park is that they put in place who they feel is the best man for the job. You're, what you're saying there is you feel it was because that there is a, a bias towards having referees from Leinster involved in some way. And Connacht, what I'm saying to you is that Colm Lyons done the Ireland senior final mm. last year. He refer- his first match was Kilkenny versus Galway in Pierre Stadium. I'm going to give you the facts. His second match was Limerick and Clare in Innes, which is a draw game. And his third match was the Ireland quarter final. And his Ireland final was his fourth match. Okay, so that's the process that's normally involved to referee a big, the big All Ireland final. That you referee three or four big games to be appointed. Okay, so that was done on merit, but the other one wasn't. It like. You, how could you be? How could you be considered the next best referee in the country if you had never refereed a a, um, a provincial final before? Look, I think I think quarter, we just I, need to be careful, Fergal, on casting aspirations on people's 
ability uh, when we don't know the full circumstances behind it? it like, it, is it is it written in a rule book that the second best well, referee in the country needs to be the standby well, referee? Yeah. It may well be the precedent, but there's nothing set in stone that that is the way the GEA also need to go. Well, and they may well feel that they need to give opportunities from referees from different provinces a chance on these big occasions. I believe I believe it. I, I, I agree with you 100. percent But what I'm telling you is. Go back through, go back through the years and look at the statistics. How would you, how could you be regarded to be the second to, to step in to do the All Ireland final? If Colin Lyons got injured last year, the man that's that's going to step in is the standby referee to do the All Ireland final, right? But he's never refereed a provincial final, a quarter final or semi final before, but he could do the All Ireland final. Does that would that stack up in anyone in anyone's? Well, game? I don't, I don't have the stats to in me, front no. of me, but how often does the standby referee get called in? It doesn't matter. He could be he could be called in any time. It could be it could be three times in a month. It could be no time in three months. But if you're going to referee the biggest game of the year, would you surely not have to have at least at least a provincial final refereed, a quarter final or semi final? Well, they obviously felt that they had seen enough from this referee, who, as far as I'm aware, is from Galway, that he deserved an opportunity to be the standby referee they didn't give him a chance obviously from the start and like, these are the decisions that have to be made when handing out the appointments it like it does feel that there's never really been any sense of bias in terms of provinces uh, before that when you look at the amount of referees from Munster who've got opportunities including yourself most obviously having refereed two of the last three uh, it does feel from you an extreme reaction to step away because of the appointment of a standby referee for an All Ireland final. No, that's no. Sorry, you didn't. You didn't give me a chance to finish. You asked me about about that, and I'm I'm, I'm just giving you a statistic. Mm. Um, the other statistic is that um, Derry Kent made a statement last week on the paper. Um, I didn't name Derry Kent the week before, but he he came on. He's, he he wants to name himself. Yeah. And he said, and um, when he when he was asked at the end of the column why I only got two games and I he, what he did say was I don't know word for word it might, you might have it there he said that it's the uh, referees committee obligation to to um, bring on young referees or inexperienced referees and give them games yep. and, I, and I would agree with that situation right 100% right but you must remember that the criteria for inter-county refereeing finishes at 50 years of age okay so I had no game done for 7 or 8 weeks they appointed Liam Gordon to the first semi-final mm. Limerick and Tipperary he's 46 years of age and he done the league final last year the second semi-final was refereed by John Keenan who is 50 years of age this year has to retire in two months time after the All-Ireland Senior Final the league final was refereed by Paul Dwyer who was 50 since February and has to retire at, at in July after the All-Ireland Final so what criteria are we working off of because none of them had been met by what he said on the paper last week. Well, in fairness to Derek Kent, I assume what he's talking about are the general league games and giving referees an opportunity on those week in, week out, uh, Division 1A, Division 1B games, so that they get that opportunity, which is why you ended up having quite a few weeks, which I think Derek Kent said, you're a seasoned referee, you know what is there. So they're trialling things out. And then they made decisions on the knockout fixtures, on the semi-finals and the final, to give people an opportunity regardless of their age. So, that are fin- that are, two that things are can be correct two- at the same time. 
but that are two that are finishing two months time. So where is the well? Would you, the would you would you be happy if you stayed on it? Would you be happy if you stayed on and at forty nine they said you're not getting any more because you're going to be gone in a year? Hundred percent, absolutely, yeah. So there, you, there's no progress. There's no progression in that. He he completely he completely contradicted himself in what he said. If you read the, read between the lines, I'm ju- I'm just str- to be honest, I'm struggling to see what the overall issue is. So, the, do you want them to trial new referees? Yes. You think that, so you think those new referees yes. should have been given the opportunity, yeah. not more experienced yeah. referees in the semi-finals yeah, if, and the if, final. If if Tyler Welsh and Sean Stack were involved in the semi-finals and final, I would have had no issue with it. But the fact that he went, they went for a man that won the league final last year at forty-six and and two semi-finals at fifty when they're gone in two months' time. I explain to me why 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 would you do that? They're, they're finishing two months' time. The, the two the two biggest games in the national league and are both finished in two months' time. Well, maybe they Explain. feel that they've uh, dedicated a huge amount of their life to refereeing and they deserve. I don't want to say a send off, but they deserve mm. a big game to finish up on. Well, I I would agree with you, and and I and I give an example. I'm I'm not I'm not against anything you've said, right? Um, John Keenan to me done done the best game last year of any official in 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 Ireland, right? He refereed the monster final between Limerick and Clare. Anyone that watched that game, anyone that understands the game, will 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 agree. I would imagine that he contributes to one of the best games of Holland we've seen in many a time. Mm. Right? John Keenan never got even as much as a linesman job after that match because they didn't think that he had a good game. He got no phone call from anyone to explain why or what he done wrong. He came on the panel with me in two thousand and thirteen. And of the top six referees, which which I would definitely include him in, I don't know what you might think or the, uh, the listeners might think, he's the only match official of that six that has never been involved in, a, in an Ireland scene or final in any capacity. Again, I, I, I don't want to overly personalise this, but there are people within Crow Park and the people who make these decisions who, you know, that's their job that's their role so there may not always be an opportunity for everybody not everybody despite longevity gets to referee an All-Ireland I didn't, final I didn't I didn't say referee I said officiate there's four officials at every well, All-Ireland well, final even that uh, like, over, over, the last, over the last 10 years that's 40 officials right Yeah. and he's ranked in the top 6 and has been over the last 10 years but he's never got a gig of that 40 people even though he's ranked in the top 6 why is this going to find that now? Good? Like, was, was this an issue in 2021 when you were refereeing the final? Yes, it's been an issue. I, I've been singing. I've been saying this all along. See, the the problem is that people that are not in the know, that are writing that are writing bits about this on the paper, and not in dinner circle, they don't see these things. We see them as a group. I'm I'm, I'm expressing this. John Keane is a, is a Leinster referee, right? But how you explain to me? Even though, if you want to back up Crow Park, which I seem it seems to me that you are okay. I'm not. Fine. I'm not here. I'm trying to provide well, a little are. bit of you balance are. here, which I think yeah, is fair are. to provide yeah, a bit of balance. Are. Right. So I'm giving a bit of balance, right? If you have ten All Ireland finals and you're forty officials, and one of your top six referees, I'm from Tipperary, so I was ruled out of five or six finals in the last ten years, okay? Because mm. I'm from Tipperary. John Keenan is from Wicklow. So how could a top six referee? not be involved in to- in 40 officials in 10 years. Explain to me. Well, I, I don't want to be critical of John Keenan because he's obviously devoted his life to this. Who's decided he's a top six referee? Well, he's been on, he's been on the top eight referees when they're picked for champions. He's been eight, 10 or 12 over the last decade. So 
Crow Park have decided that he's in that bracket. Okay. Well, exactly. So, so they he, have. So they've acknowledged that he's a very good referee. Yeah, they yeah, then make decisions on individual games, and for whatever reason, it has worked out that he hasn't officiated on the biggest game. No, he didn't. He didn't get any officiation on the biggest game. Out of all, he's the only referee in that in that bracket that hasn't officiated. You're missing the point. It's not. He didn't referee the final. He didn't officiate at in any capacity in the scene of final. So have you? spoken to people within the refereeing organisation about these frustrations yes. over recent years yes and what's the response you've got it's just uh, plough on crack 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 do what you do and wait your turn and see what happens it's just put under the carpet which but, it will be again now it, it'll make no this, this is going to make no difference but those frustrations are at odds with say what Derek Kent said when he spoke to the Independent that you got a text Mm -hmm. from you last June where he thanked David for his or Derek for his support uh, said you'd be retiring in December 2022 uh, complimented them on the great work and the groundwork being done at County Level trying to promote and recruit referees that seems at odds with the extreme frustration that's coming across here I'll tell you what I texted him and I didn't add in the last bit I said Derek I'd like to thank you for your contribution, but I'm stepping away because of lack of appointments and on, on what I see you're trying to do. He didn't he didn't put that into his text. I never sat in about county things. I that's what I texted him. And that was last it wasn't last December, it was last July. Because I could see last year what they were doing. It, it was very, very obvious to the eye what they were doing. Listen And what do you think it more, is they're trying to do? They're trying to spread the well, opportunity to the different provinces. No, listen, no, it's not. It, I've no problem with spreading. Spreading. That's you see, this is where the the misunderstanding is, right? Um, I've no problem with spreading what they want. They can do whatever they like that way, right? But there, ha- there surely has to be, like I said to you about the appointment for this dollar and final, right? Dollar and uh, standby. You have to have the games refereed to get these big games. Mm. You can't just be flown in. The David Goldrick situation is not is not ideal, right? And I have no problem with David Goldrick. David Goldrick is a top class referee. I didn't see the game between New York and Leitrim. But I've been right being informed for lads that know what they're talking about that David Goldrick had a fine game and his fitness was not an issue. So where is the issue? Right. Number one, the issue is that Crow Park put down a criteria that you could only do one fitness test this year and if you failed... This is theirs, no, not mine. This is theirs. Mm. That you that you could not referee any championship match if you failed the test. Okay. So, they went up to do the test. David Goldrick was not doing the test because he was slightly injured, I believe. David Goldrick, if he wasn't injured, he can come out and say himself. This is what we we're told as referees. But he was told afterwards because the football referees kicked up that he had to do the fitness test if he wanted to referee the New York game. So they done the test the Friday night. David turned up the Monday night and seemingly he failed the fitness test. I wasn't there, but this is what came out. But he still done the game in New York. Now, there's a, an unwritten rule in GEA that anyone that's involved in, a, in the next round of matches won't be involved in the previous matches, i.e. Tip were in a league semi-final, so I wouldn't be involved in the Park Kilkenny game, okay? Because of conflict of interest, if someone was sent off, i.e. That's grand. Mm. The standby referee that was sent to New York was from where? Let me guess, Sligo. Correct. How would you guess that? 
Okay, we won't ask you that. Okay, so who were the winners of Leitrim and New York? Well, yeah, obviously they were playing Sligo. Yeah. So, again, we're told, I'm not 100% sure, that Barry George was put into the game. They took out Barry, David, Gold, David Goldrick. Again, not 100%. This is what I was told from football referees. Well, look, I think we need to just be careful on speculating yes. around exactly yes, speculating. what happened. I'm not say, David, Goldrick can, David Goldrick can come out and talk yeah, about his experience not, himself. Yes, but, but going on previous, going on previous um, appointments, the standby referee should not have been in New York. Hmm. Okay. But again, that's an unwritten rule is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, well, if you look back at all the fixtures, you'll find it very hard to find someone that was involved in a game with, with, when, they're playing, the next, when yeah. they're playing the next team. Okay? So, the GA were found in a position where really none of the two referees that were in New York should have been there. You're obviously, Fergal, very, very frustrated about the inconsistencies that have been applied yes. on appointments yeah. and you know as I say I'm just trying to offer some balance if there was somebody from Crow Park or the referees here what they would say like, there's a huge personal sacrifice for you in this you've refereed three All-Ireland Finals you're at 44 I think there's every possibility yeah. you would have been refereeing an All-Ireland semi-final final this year or over the coming two or three years how long has this been coming for for you and and that final decision to actually step away personally how difficult a decision has that been well I suppose to be honest it's been coming over 12 months and it's only with this this committee that has has really really um, been an issue Um, and like I can't speak for anybody else but there is there is other issues Um, as you said we have to be careful what we say other referees will have to do their own thing obviously Um, yeah, it's it's been frustrating over the last twelve months, but I just felt over the last four weeks this situation that we're speaking about was one of them. And like we know what's going on in meetings and what's not going on, you mightn't hear, but we know more than you do, obviously. And um, it w- it was very clear that there was there was seemingly like he probably would have went to New York without doing the fitness test if it wasn't highlighted, which is an issue, right? Um, and like I have no problem with David Goldrick as a person because he's a fabulous referee and he's a very fit referee. It's it's uh, the problem I have is with is with um, the process. Yes, and like I I think David Goldrick should be able to go back next week and do a fitness test and pass it and do the championship. Right, that's what I think. Mm. But the problem I have is that they, they, these guys brought in their own rules. Right, they they brought these in and they passed them themselves. We didn't do it, and then when they passed them. They didn't adhere to him, right? So, like, they come out and say tomorrow or the day after or whatever they want to say that, oh, there was a time constraint and the tickets were booked. Well, that shouldn't happen. What should happen is that if they want Fergal Horgan to go to New York in two weeks' time, they ring you and say, Fergal, if you can't do a fitness test next Wednesday night, well, then we can't send you to New York. Mm. And if, 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 you're not, if you're injured or you're not fit enough to do it, we'll appoint somebody else. Like, to me... That should be straightforward. For you have so much experience built up over the years. It like it seems such a shame to lose you from refereeing circles completely uh, over this issue. Is there any way back? Is there either meetings happening behind the scenes? Have you discussed your frustrations? And it, it doesn't sound like you're alone in your frustrations with the appointments process. And maybe there needs to be a bit more public transparency around the appointments procedure. Is there are there things that can be done that would bring you back into the fold? Well, unfortunately, um, 
there's been no dialogue at all from Crow Park. Um, like I said, I contacted Crow Park two weeks ago. I I, I got I did get a phone call. Um, I won't tell. I won't put down the man. I got a phone call from Don Smith Tuesday there, and I missed him. I got a message from him. I responded to his message, but over the last two weeks, when I when I when I, when I made um when I contacted him, I got no contact at all from the referees chairman or from the national manager um, at all over two weeks. It took two weeks and a, probably a meeting from the committee to um, to contact me. So, no, I, I, they, they, I don't think there's any way back.